What's up, guys? Check out our website, fantasydaydreamers.com. We have a lot of great content out of there and more content coming soon. Daydreamer Nation, let's ride. Welcome in, welcome in to the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. I am your host, JJ. With me tonight is Keone. Hello. Oh my goodness. The we're we're riding tonight, apparently. That's <laughs> according to, <laughs> to Ryan. Fantasy country, let's ride. Yeah, let's go. Woo! Um, if you want to hear me ride the the tweet storm train um you can follow me on the twitters at daydreamer keone and ryan is with me what's up guys you can uh talk to me on twitter at r-o-k-k-o rocko rocko daydreamer um also all the tiktok and the instagram ff daydreamers i'll be on there too yeah go ahead and follow the twitter while you're at it at ff daydreamers same exact uh same exact at so just go ahead and follow us there you guys can follow me at jj daydreamers and go ahead and uh, follow like subscribe whatever it is on whatever platform you are listening to this on uh comment leave comments we love comments leave a five-star review if you can and yeah uh, we appreciate it so i got a little uh who am i game for us here tonight you guys ready for this Sure. I am ready, but I know a drop we should do. You know, the old CBS, uh, CSI, that's what it is. CBS. That's the who. I don't care. It's, it's the CBS, CBS, whatever they are called. It's that crime it's show. A, the, yeah, who, the who crosses generations. Yeah. Of... <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. All right. So what I'm going to do is uh, give you guys some clues and you guys have to figure out who is the current NFL player that I am talking about. Good. Okay. Current. That's a, that's a hint. That's a big hint. Mm -hmm. It is. He's a current player. Oh, and it's a, okay. It's he, all right. <laughs> <It's a male. laughs> all right. No, clue number one. I finished tied with the second most yards per attempt last season amongst players at my position with over 100 attempts. Austin Eckler. No. Oh. Miles gosh. Sanders. No. Gosh. I think it's passing intense, but I'm gonna I'm gonna move on. You guys want the, the next clue? Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. All right. In four seasons, I haven't finished worse than sixteenth at my position in fantasy football. Derek Carr. Not Derek Carr. Yards per attempt okay, in four seasons. Okay. So, um, let me think. I'm trying to switch court. Joe Mixon. Well, I don't know. Not Joe Mixon. Okay. All right. Next clue. I finished top 10 in rushing yards every year of my career. Okay. 
Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Hmm. Huh. Good job, Ryan. Hundred attempts did get me get to get me killed. I was like, well, why would you say attempts? But then <laughs> because could be, I couldn't give yeah. it away on the yeah, first yeah, one, yeah, 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 give yeah. too much away. Yeah, fair. That was good. <laughs> yeah, so Nick Chubb. Um, so um, the next list, I'm just going to run through the rest of the the ones that I had. Uh, clue number four through. Uh, though I was the fourth running back taken in the 2018 draft, I've outperformed all three all three other running backs in rushing categories. Clue number five, I finished with over 20 receptions only once in my career. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Clue number six, I've averaged 5.3 yards per attempt a season, second most amongst all active running backs. And the bonus in college in 2015, I set the NCAA record for the most rushing attempts, rushing yards per attempt with 8.1 at Georgia. Also, the nastiest tornado I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, pretty bad one. Oh, boy. That was one of the nastiest ones I've ever seen. That's the only reason I knew who Nick Chubb was because I saw that, like, watching. I was like, oh, let me carry on this game. Oh, that was. So, what are you guys' feelings on Nick Chubb this, this season? Chew, chew. All aboard, huh? Yes. All aboard the chub I mean, train. especially when we get to the news area, when we find mm. out some uh, more mm. interesting stuff. Mm. It's, I think Nick Chubb is a lock for top 10 running back. Top they're, 10, okay. Cameron, you're, you're right there with him. Yes, they're, gonna, they're going to ride him hard. <laughs> ride that <laughs> chub, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel you. Yes. Like, they yeah, have yeah, to. They, they have to. I mean, I think uh, some people might be scared off with the uh, Kareem Hunt and the passing down. He doesn't get any passing down work ever. Like, like That's I said, funny. he's only had tw- over twenty receptions one time in his whole career. But yeah, you guys, I mean, you're right. He, he performed so well. I mean, and Kareem he Hunt. Need it. He Kareem's Hunt being on the field, like the fifty-fifty split, doesn't doesn't affect him. Like it yeah. really doesn't. And the numbers have shown that. And so regardless of him not being like a PPR guy, he still gets the yards needed and like the touchdowns and, you know, he's just a powerful running back, you know, and that's why he's the chub tray and he just powers through you with, you know, and yeah, a lot of force. I get you. Yeah. 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 A lot of force behind that caboose. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the news. All right, first little bit of news here, what Ryan was alluding to. Deshaun Watson's outside ruling has come down. Judge Sue L. Robinson has said Watson should receive a six-game suspension. Now the NFL is set to appeal that six-game suspension. As they stated, they still want an indefinite suspension. So uh, no official ruling has come out, just what the uh, outside ruling thinks the NFL should suspend him for. Yes. And then also, I think the NFL like Players Association has till later this week to kind of give their response or something to that effect. Um, so this is a, a very interesting decision, but one that's both kind of probably based off her own, you know, decision or like her own comments in the the however she whatever she wrote about it. It was too lenient. But then also, because the NFL, because of how the NFL worked in a way or has done things, they've kind of led to that being the decision. 
So the NFL, in its leniency for a lot of other things, has probably led to this being a more lenient sentence just in, you know, in regard. So like, because I believe her, what she was saying, or at least I'm, I'm paraphrasing, of course, um, is that his actions were egregious and his level of, of him using his power um, was to an egregious level. And it was predatory, like his actions were predatory. Um, and with that, so that being said, you'd think it would be a harsher sentence. But I think she was also because she's an outside kind of arbitrator or judge in this matter. She had to go based off what the NFL had already done. And the precedent that the NFL had set was only like six games for anything close to this nature. So again, this is kind of the first time in a way, even though there is sort of precedent, um, there's also not precedent because it's a unique thing. So they had to rely on just whatever existed. And I believe it was only six games. And so the NFL, it kind of screwed themselves in a way if they wanted a harsher sentence. And I think many people, uh, just fans and people in general, also wanted a harsher sentence based off her specific wording. So you can have your opinion on however you feel about Deshaun Watson and, and what he did or may not have done. Um, but based off her own findings, I think it seems like a light sentence. And I, who knows if the NFL is going to get an appeal and if well, no, be, they already did appeal, I mean, I'm sorry, not if they will have an excess, successful appeal. That's what I mean. Um, and get, you know, that full game or that full season the, suspension with the like, appeal goes to Roger Goodell. Like they're going to get what they want. It doesn't matter. Okay. Like, like right. uh, basically Jeff Darrington said, I'm told the NFL is appealing for an indefinite suspension. That would be minimum of one year. Mm-hmm. Perhaps, um, it could like they would do a big fine because mm-hmm. they didn't like the way the Browns situated the contract. But I, I think there's a good chance Watson gets suspended and it's going to hurt Amari Cooper. I mean, to, to bring this back to fantasy because we are a fantasy podcast. It's going to hurt Amari Cooper, and I don't like it for Kareem Hunt. This is why we are more excited on Nick Chubb, but I'm not big on it. I think I think this is not going to be the last time that we're going to talk about this Deshaun Watson stuff. That's mm-hmm. what it, that's what it comes down to. Even though this ru- outside ruling has come down, this is uh, this is not his suspension. We haven't we don't know what it is yet, so we don't know what's going to happen yet. I I imagine we'll get more uh, information before the season actually starts on whether he's. I think it's going to happen a week. Yeah, I think. I think so it has too. to be pretty I quick. Think gonna, I think I think it's going to be pretty quick here too. But uh, yeah, I think we're going to have to talk about this on more podcasts. So let's move on to the next piece of news. Tampa Bay, Buc- Tampa Bay Buccaneers center Ryan Jensen was carted off the practice field with a knee injury. Uh, it's looking like it's going to be season ending for him. So Tom Brady loses his center. He's expecting uh, the backup to step up into his place, though. Uh, how much does this affect Leonard Fournette? in that offense i mean it's it affects both him like both him and tom brady that's why i have like it being the biggest impacts on you know because obviously the quarterback tom brady's you know he's drinking from the fountain of youth but he also is not a guy known to like scramble scramble and so if your center is probably arguably the most important guy on that line um you know if you don't have a solid center you're gonna have to be constantly you know, changing your game plan potentially for, um, 
you know, for the quarterback at the quarterback position and Tom Brady, you know, he's a veteran, he's hall of fame, goat, whatever. So he can do that, but it's also something that you probably don't want to have to worry about all the time. And then for, for Leonard Fournette, that's probably even bigger impact because, you know, the center is the guy calling the blitzes. And so he's letting the guys behind him, which is Tom Brady and Leonard Fournette know, you know, where, which hole is going to be filled, you know, which side of the a gap is going to be, you know, people are coming under the B gap or what have you. And so that really affects his cutting and, you know, where he kind of expects to be able to anticipate to move. And, you know, in the NFL, it happens like with the, uh, like in milliseconds, you know? And so that's, that's a big deal. If your starting center is out for the season. That was great. I think that was, yeah, that summed that up right there. Great center. Former offensive lineman Keone talking about some centers. Yeah. Let's bring Ian back on the pod. (laughs) Uh, This is a center center podcast. All all lineman podcasts. (laughs) All right. DK Metcalf, wide receiver for the Seattle Seahawks, agreed on a contract extension, three-year extension, $72 million. Um, Later, that... That wound up uh, leading to Debo Samuel and the 49ers agreeing on a contract three years, $71.5 million. These are two young, good wide receivers in the NFL. How do you guys feel about them staying with the teams that they're on? I think his name is like Tony Daly or whatever. Agent for uh, DK Metcalf, Debo Samuel, Terry McLaurin, AJ Brown, true MVP of the offseason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting paid, bro. True. Uh, I who cares about the fantasy? That man is MVP of life. Getting paid well, right, big bucks uh, right now. Yeah, dude. Uh, I think it's. I mean, for Dynasty, great for DK. I think they get a pretty high quarterback this year. Like, I think they're re- obviously rebuilding. Sucks for him this year. Debo Samuel, now he's cool with playing running back more. So, you know, we heard that earlier in the offseason. He wasn't happy with his usage. Now it's okay because he got paid. So, all in on Debo still. DK Metcalf might have a down year. But I think him and Junior Smith could have a good connection. I didn't think they played too bad last year. I mean, the team sucked, but, like, they, that individual yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't Yeah, didn't he suck. scored some touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Junior Smith. So... Yeah, maybe I not mean, terrible, but I'm not super excited about DK this this year. Obviously, but you're right; they're going to have a pretty high draft pick next year, and hopefully, they take the quarterback with that with that pick and go from there. Yeah, many multiple wide receivers with was it twenty million dollar a year contracts in this offseason. So get yeah, get paid, and I think even Debo Samuel has some incentives for rushing the ball over those um, three years, up to like one point five million or something like that. So, um, yeah, uh, like it's, it's, I, I think that's encouraging him to the, being like, Hey, we're going to use him more in the run game. Or we're going to use him at least in the same amount in the run game. But like I said before, it's not like it's going to matter to, to opposing defenses. They're not going to be able to do very much against Debo Samuel and that offense, if they get started clicking. So good for them getting paid, you know? Rams wide receiver Van Jefferson will be having a minor uh, surgery after suffering a knee injury. Um, they're hoping to get him back by the start of the season. Um, I guess this is good. This is a little good for, you know, Allen Robinson, you know, coming in yeah. as the, probably the wide receiver two behind Cooper cup. 
Um, and so that gives him more opportunities to get targets and, you know, higher snap percentage or share of the uh, Matthew Stafford targets. So, um, you know, hopefully, you know, wish Van Jefferson well, because it's a surgery. So anytime, you know, wish them the best, but just, yeah, maybe this adds bumps up uh, uh, Allen Robinson for, you know, the first however many games. Falcons wide receiver Brian Edwards is considered day-to-day with a shoulder injury. I don't think this is uh, too big of a deal for fantasy. Who knows who's going to be the number one? It's going to be Kyle Pitts is going to be the number one receiving option there in Atlanta. But Yeah, Kyle Pitts is ranked London. I think top two, pre-locked in. Yeah, Cordell Patterson doing what he could do. I don't see much value in general. Yeah, agreed. Cowboys wide receiver James Washington suffered a broken foot in practice and is expected to miss six to ten weeks. That's kind of big because the Cowboys were already missing Michael Gallup. And uh, mm-hmm. so uh, James Dylan Washington. Tolbert. Dylan hey, Tolbert. Hey, we got, got him in that dynasty draft. Let's yeah. get it popping. <laughs> but I do think this is bad for Dak. This is actually where I would put. Now we talked about Trey Lance earlier in live stream. This is why Trey Lance would go above Dak. Dak has n- hasn't performed great when he hasn't had multiple options. And it's really CD. Schultz is good. And then Zeke Pollard. But I mean, like, you know, he performs. He performs when he had all Gallup, Cooper, CD, Schultz, yeah. Jarwin. You know, it, it's all of them, yeah. And unless his rushing goes up, which I think is a little, a little iffy, I, this hurts Dak more than anyone else on the team. Well, and James Washington, obviously, who actually got hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think James Washington is obviously now undraftable. You probably won't need him. Well, he might have been a, a late sleeper before the injury. Uh, undraftable now, for sure. Yep. Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray tested positive for COVID-19. He could return as early as Friday. So if you're listening to this Friday or later, uh, maybe the news has changed. But he is away from the team, isolated as of now hopefully, as of the recording hopefully watching film hopefully watching film <laughs> you, got, you got all the time in the world uh, um yeah no he don't he doesn't got to anymore oh yeah. you're right you're right you're right we <laughs> talked about that in the, in the live stream you're right. <laughs> right seahawks head coach pete carroll also tested positive for covid19 so uh, has to again be isolated away from the team uh a some big news here. Broncos wide receiver Tim Patrick suffered a season-ending ACL tear. Man, I mean. Like an, I said on Twitter, sleeper. damn. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. Damn. I think uh, this, I mean, it's big. It's big. I mean. I think this is uh, helps. I mean, it doesn't help, but it may think makes Sutton more important. And I, I think don't. it makes both wide receivers more important, Judy and Sutton. Okay, so do you think not this is like this is a bad way to put it, but who do okay, who do you think this affects more positively? KJ Hamler or Albert O, the tight end? Ah. I'm not super high on Albert O. I I think I would rather take my shot on on KJ Hamler coming back. Hopefully okay. he's he's no fuck KJ. Explosive. Sorry, I said I wasn't cussing the podcast, but fuck KJ Hammer for making me lose that damn bet with you a couple of years ago, whatever it was. No, <laughs> give me Alvaro. Uh, I just I just think it bumps up Judy a little bit and mm. Sutton a little bit, and and that's about it. I'm probably not bumping either of those two guys up. I'll probably bump KJ Handler up 
some just because he's going to be on the field more. Okay. Should have caught that cast. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I agree. It don't only worry. You only really need to worry about Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. So, yeah. So I just wanted to throw that Do, out there. Don't be taking Albert O as <laughs> your tight end one. No. And then the last little bit of news, Cardinals wide receiver Marquise Brown was arrested with criminal speeding charges. Uh, waiting for, for news on that. We're not sure at, as of the recording of this. So, yeah, just, just got to wait on news. Yep. If you ain't first, you're last. I expect it. Uh, you know, I, I heard it was like <laughs> super early, not early in the morning, but like six or seven o'clock in the morning people are going to work yeah yeah like he was late to practice and so he was like speeding to get to the facilities oh boy Ooh. Uh, that's yeah. a good way to end that one yeah okay all right that'll, yeah that'll do it for the news let's move on to some twitter polls so if you guys don't already go ahead and go follow us on twitter at ff daydreamers we're posting polls every single week that you guys can put your input into and yeah so we're gonna we're gonna go over those polls right now so as of the the posting of this podcast thursday it is national chocolate chip cookie day Hmm. so this week's poll was what is the best cookie Are you going to give the options? Yeah. Or you just, okay. That was a dramatic pause. Chocolate. I get what he was doing. He was trying to... Chocolate chip, uh-huh. peanut butter, snickerdoodle, or other. Um, I feel like, though, it's we're sort of not burying the lead, but like I feel like we already answered the question. I didn't answer it. It's peanut butter. Huh. Okay. All I'm, right. gonna, I'm not going to defend myself either. It's just peanut butter. Sure. Okay. Um, it's 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 chocolate chip though. Like, come like, come on. It's, it's it, like you can put chocolate chips in a peanut butter cookie. It's chocolate chips is just made as hell. No, they're not. No, it's no, it's classic. It's it's so classic. Delicious. I'll give you that. But I'm going if I have to pick the best cookie, it's peanut butter. Wild. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not upset about it, but like, huh. Um, snickerdoodles, great, but also like I think specific occasions. Yeah, that's um, what I was gonna say. Is like, I oh, I love oatmeal raisin for... cookies. That's probably my actual favorite cookie, but I didn't see other, and so or I didn't actually read other. I just want you know peanut butter cookie. Now, do you love want chocolate raisin. chips in the oatmeal raisins? No, I just want oatmeal raisin in the oatmeal mm-hmm. raisins. You're wrong. Oh, fair. Add chocolate chips to the oatmeal raisins, and it makes them like ten percent better. I think it makes them a different cookie. <laughs> chocolate, chocolate chip oatmeal raisin. Yeah, um, but it's better. It improves exactly. So, um, I mean, I'm gonna go with I like chocolate chip cookies. Um, I uh, the thing is, you can never go wrong with a chocolate chip cookie. Exactly. They're always good. Hmm. Um, and like recently, or I, in, in my recollection, I made like, um, at one point I was, I get fancy with stuff. Um, so I, so I made like a, like a white chocolate chip macadamia nut cookie with some, with some cherries in it. And it was like the perfect consistency to where even after like freezing it, it was like the perfect for ice cream sandwiches though. Uh. It was like, you know, sometimes if you bake your cookies, and you put them in like the freezer with like the ice cream and you know let it solidify 
they get a little bit too hard. They're too hard. Yeah. Perfect. These were perfect. They were soft still, still after soft, yeah. even me in the freezer. And it's like, that's, it's just heaven. That's you know? nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very good, but um, yeah, I go with chocolate chips, um, but I understand peanut butter. And then didn't we have a comment about oatmeal raisin as well? We did. We did get a comment. Someone, someone voted for oatmeal raisin with you, with you, Ryan. And I asked them the same question and they said with chocolate chips. So they're smarter than you. <laughs> I didn't say no. I just said it was a different cookie. It's not oatmeal raisin anymore. It is. It's oatmeal raisin and chocolate chips. Oh, okay. I mean, sure, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, the, uh, the internet people voted with uh, Keone. 60% of the people oh, said I mean, chocolate basic chip. followers. Yeah, you basic. Know? Easy. Makes sense. Bah. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. For this one, I will be, yeah, a sheep who loves chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I love chocolate chip cookies, too. I'm not mad at it. All right, our next poll. Which rookie wide receiver would you rather have in redraft this season? Drake London or Traylon Burks? Drake London from the Atlanta Falcons or Traylon Burks from the Tennessee Titans? Uh... Drake London. Hmm. You go first, then. So I just sorry, I just like answering questions fast. You know, I drink London. <laughs> I like Drake London more too. Uh, the only thing that worries me about Drake London is the quarterback. Clearly, Traylon Burks has the better quarterback in Ryan Tannehill, while Drake London has Marcus Mariota thrown to him, which is not super exciting for fantasy football. But I I think Drake London is the better wide receiver out of the two. I think that there are less targets to go around. Kyle Pitts is there, and that's really it in front of Drake London. Meanwhile, Traylon Burks, you know, it could be Robert Woods. Nick uh, Westbrook Keenum is still there and has a little bit of a connection with Ryan Tannehill already. Uh, I do think Traylon Burks is, is going to be a good wide receiver in the NFL, uh, but I just think Drake London is just that, a little bit better, and uh, hopefully that he gets some garbage time fantasy points. That's what I'm counting on here. I think they're going to have to pass more Atlanta. Yeah. Tennessee's always going to be run heavy. And Robert Hoods is the clear number one in that offense. In my eyes. Okay. Well, um, I kind of just like flipped a coin. <laughs> um, but I, I, I had kind of points that like basically touched on exactly what you were saying, JJ. Like, yes, Ryan Tannehill is the better of the two quarterbacks, but, you know, Robert Woods is going to be the number one there. I don't see how he can't be. Um, but and, reports are he's looking good and he's fully recovered from his injury. No, that's so. great. Awesome. So yeah, it's like Robert Woods probably like you can't, I can't imagine you'd start Traylon Burks over or like have him be the wide receiver one over Traylon yeah, Burks. Not, not right away, you know? Yeah. Um, and then yeah, Mariota, it's like, mm, like uh, that's kind of concerning as your quarterback, but also like, yeah, your other number one option is, um, is Kyle Pitts because Calvin Ridley is mm, suspended. Let's yeah, let's look back at let's look back at that maybe NFL. I don't know. Like no, we're gonna uh, okay. I don't do. Well, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with let, that. Let's, let's That's an easy rule, it. black and white. Don't gamble and play football. Simple. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. All right, for another day maybe and whatever. Another um, live stream. Sure. Yeah. Possibly. And then Cordero Patterson. You know, don't think he's gonna do the same as he did last year. Um, you know, so Drake London probably going to get more of a target 
you know, snap percentage maybe than Traylon Burks, or he's going to see more of, you know, the ball thrown his way. Um, Cause there's, yeah, like you said, there's not many options. So worse quarterback, not as many options versus a better quarterback with more options around. So um, I wouldn't be... probably like Ryan said, and less targets to go around mm. too. Yeah. So I guess Drake London also, I think that's kind of a cool name, um, <laughs> but so is Traylon Burks. But anyways, well, 55% of the people voted for Traylon Burks. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's a, cl- that's a close, I think. I think it's close to, yeah. 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 So it's... good job, people, yeah. the people. Thank you guys for voting. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for the, this coming uh, week's polls. Let's move on to our newest segment. Consensus and the three daydreamers. <laughs> so you guys know Goldilocks and the three bears. You know, she sneaks in. You Never know, heard she, of it. okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> she sneaks into the bear's house. She finds, you know, the bed's too big, the bed's too small, the bed's just right. Same thing all the way through. So what we're gonna do here is I'll give you guys players and their ADP, and you guys decide whether that ADP is too high, too low, or just right. So, first player, Joe Burrow, quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. He's going as the quarterback six right now, ADP of 57 overall in 12-man league. That is round five, pick nine. Is that too high, too low, or just right for Joe Burrow? So, for me, I think that's a, that's a bit too high. Because much kind of like a tight end, um, like the tight end situation we were talking about in the live stream, um, I don't need to reach for a quarterback per se that early. And if anything, your quarterbacks one through four are probably going in those those rounds, depending on who your draft mates are and how your draft, how you know wild the draft gets. Um, and so I think for like quarterbacks like five through ten you know, maybe rounds like six, round six through nine. So it's not too far off, but I still think it's a little bit high. And like I said, you can sit on a quarterback versus like a top quarterback versus sitting on like a top running back or wide receiver. I agree. It's too high for me, a little too hot. Um, you draft him at his ceiling. I don't think he can go any higher than six. And so to draft him at QB six is you're expecting the best possible outcome. And with his rushing ability being, I'm not saying he's a bad runner, but he's not a great runner. And there's just, I'm not in love with that ADP. Uh, It's too hot for me. Yeah, I'm right there with you guys. Uh, It's it's too high for me. Ryan, your point is is exactly what I was going to bring up, is you're drafting him at his ceiling there. So I, I really can't do it. I don't want to. Um, and you know, he's going to hit on some weeks and he's going to be great in some weeks, but he's, he's going to miss some, uh, coming off the appendectomy, uh, he's going to miss a little bit of time here. I don't think that affects him too much. I do think he's going to be a QB one this year, definitely draftable, Mm -hmm. but, uh, fifth round is just too high, too, too high. All right, next. Rookie running back Brees Hall for the New York Jets. 
coming in at running back 24 ADP of 44 overall. That's the third round, 10th pick for Brees Hall. How you guys feel about, about him there? I think it's just right. Uh, I don't love the start of the schedule, but I think they drafted him to be the RB1. His offense could be good. Maybe great if Zach Wilson takes a real leap. I think it's just right. Uh, I would agree. So you said third round, 10th pick? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, 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 the perfect spot for him because people are okay. you know, drafting him as RB2 or if like he's running back, you know, that's that's where he's, um, that's where you'd expect him to be drafted. Um, and the Jets seem to have been, you know, running back, not forward, but like been using their running backs well. Um, and so I think despite him being a rookie, which is a little bit, you know, tentative because um, we haven't seen him in the NFL. I still think you're not going to be able to get him much after that. So that's where I think he's at a good spot because, you know, otherwise he's going to be gone. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally feel it. Uh, I think, I think it is just right. I think you could even go just a little bit higher on him. I think it might be a little bit too low waiting to the end of the third round. Uh, you know, we, we all have him just a little bit higher. He's going as a RB 24 right now. We all have him as 2021 20, somewhere in there. So just a few spots, spots ahead of this. So it is, it is just right. But if you really want Brees Hall, I'm not mad if you, if you go reach for him in the middle of the third round, beginning of the mm-hmm. third round, he's, he's a great prospect coming in this season. He's going to get a lot of touches with the jets. He's going to get some receiving down work. Um, yeah, and, and usually a rookie running back finishes pretty high in fantasy. So I think he has the best chance of that. And so I'm not mad if you, if you go reach for him. All right. Last one here. Wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints, Michael Thomas, going as a wide receiver, 25 right now, ADP of 69 overall. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, that is round six, pick nine. How you guys feel about Michael Thomas? Too high, too low. Just this is right. too low for me. This is too low. I think Michael Thomas could have top 15 wide receiver I slant God can't guard Mike. This is too low for me. Huh? For me, this is a bit, this is slightly just a bit too high. Oh, oh the first disagreement. Yes. Uh. Good. Um, so granted like Michael Thomas, we've seen what he can do in previous years, but again, those were previous years. That was like a two years ago that he's, you know, actually been on the field, you know, played a full good amount of games and, you know, Jameis Winston, as much as I like to, to joke about the, the 40 for 40, you know, he's, they just drafted Chris Olave. Um, and so that's going to take some of those, shares with uh target shares they got Jarvis Landry that's going to take some of the work from him um i think because of the kind of him not having been on the field in so long into that capacity i'm a little bit weary to draft him that early granted he has incredible upside so i agree with you on that where his upside could potentially his ceiling could be there but if for draft purposes I need at least, you know, 
two or like three wide receivers or at least a flex spot before that. So, and depending on if you've got a quarterback or not um, between um, or tight end before that, um, I think that's a little bit too high for where I safely, I think comfortably want to take Michael Thomas, but his ceiling is very high. So he may be drafted before that. You know, I could see somebody do Johnny, you have him drafted. Why you have him ranked at 24. It's five, <laughs> three, five. This, this is either just right or too, or too low. What? I can be the devil's advocate. <laughs> you can, uh, yeah, yeah. To to Keone's point, he can put tight ends and wide receiver. I mean, running backs in front of Michael Thomas, pushing that wide receiver 24-25 to a later round. Yes. Um, but I'm going just right. This is this is just right for Michael Thomas. <laughs> I am I'm right in the middle of you guys. I mean, end of the sixth round for the upside of Michael Thomas. Oh man. But also, like Keone said, he hasn't played football in two years. That's a long time with no football and does scare me a little bit. If he was in the back to take, just chilling, you know, recovering slowly but surely. He wasn't. The thing is, he was waiting on surgeries. That's the problem. He was waiting and waiting. He was, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm going. I'm going just right for for Michael Thomas right there at the end of the sixth round. Uh, just because, yeah, I'm. I am still a little bit uh, hesitant on on him returning, and there there are more options, and it is no longer Drew Brees he's playing with. So, all right, that was a that was a good segment. Maybe we'll bring it back sometime. I liked it. Let's move on to Keone's Got Characters. So, Hooray. what we're gonna do is give Keone a fantasy football topic, and he's gonna give us his thoughts and opinions on said topic as a character given to him right now. So, Keone. What is Devin Singletary's upside or ceiling? And can you explain it as Jim Carrey? So I'm going to put a minute on the clock here for Keone. Jim Carrey uh, in the Grinch. I wanted to be existent. <laughs> well, no. What are you? Um, so if you guys haven't seen any of these other Keone's Got characters, you guys can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash daydreamermedia, and you guys can find all of the KGCs previously done here on the podcast. We got some up, so you go ahead and follow the podcast, listen to our old episodes, but if you want all of them with video behind it, go ahead and head over to the Patreon, like I said, and, uh, yeah, we'll get this thing popping. Um, what's up, Brian? How's it going? I'm doing good, buddy. Uh, I have a question to ask you, and we we can probably dress on another podcast, but I'll get to get the question out there. Trey Lance at 24? Nah, it's already moved. Ah, it's already moved. Sorry. He's, top, he's top 12 quarterback. He ain't got, he ain't got me too. He ain't got me too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, go, go refresh. Just go refresh. <laughs> he's, he's been moved. All right. That's a minute. That's a minute. So, <laughs> Keone. What is Devin Singletary's upside or ceiling? So I have him as the running back three, but he's going, his ceiling is like an RB three, RB three running back three up. Oh, hey man, that's a high ceiling, <laughs> but he's going to go as a low RB two to t- t- RB two. So not so smoking. 
because uh, he's played every game the last two seasons. He's been reliable on the field, and he is a, a decent pest catcher. Um, doing the the he's been, uh, you know, <laughs> hauling in eighty percent of his targets, and it's just those are smoking numbers. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was really throwing me for a loop. I apologize. <clears throat> uh, and just just so under that year before, at the end of last year, uh, he went on a tear, getting six touchdowns and four games, and only going below a snap count of or snap percentage of seventy five percent once, one single time. So there is a chance. There's a chance, ladies and gentlemen. Um, in those five games of the season. So he has the majority of the work. He can do well, but those were against eh, eh defenses. Um, and, uh, you know, like Atlanta and, and uh, the Jets. And so we'll just do a, a rumba beat, the Cuban Pete of those bad teams. <laughs> um and they added James Cook on fire. He is very smoking. <laughs> um, but of who they'll give, uh, they, they'll definitely give reps to that guy right there um, throughout the season. Plus, Josh Allen, Josh, 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 Josh Allen is still there. Uh, he, he runs a bunch. He goes, he goes forward into the end zone and with the, with the yards and, you know, uh, so I say me, this guy, the, this person talking in front of you, low RB two is his realistic season. And you can take that to the, the, the bank, the, the Whoville, um, the, the penguin store, uh, the ski lodge, uh, the, the, the mask emporium, um room room 23 uh the pet store uh safari journey um it's just really dumb yeah but do you guys want to hear the most annoying sound in the world let's not okay i don't want to cut your eardrums out Okay. Ah! Ah! <laughs> okay. Uh, I think I'm in shock. <laughs> this is what they call a speechless. <laughs> oh man! All right. Uh, so Keone or or Jim, oh. um, would you rather have Devin Singletary or Chase Edmonds this season? Let me think. I have to ponder. Do do do. Dee dee da dee dee. Do 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 do. Da da. Calculating in my brain sphere. Uh. Da 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 da. So, I think I'd actually take Chase Edmonds above Devon Singletary because of reasons that are to be determined by 
the fact that he is on a team that <laughs> is one of the teams. Chase Edmonds is on the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> I, well, then I misrepresented. I still thought, for whatever reason, my brain was back in Arizona cooking like a fried egg. Um, you know, it's the, it's the split personalities, man. You know, mm. I don't know. That guy, he, that must be the guy who put on the mask. I can't, can't, I can't, uh, I can't account for his, you know, his logic and his thinking. But clearly, his him decision being making. Him, yeah, Clem Hearley, uh, him clearly being on, <laughs> on, on Miami, at, uh, clearly Devin Singletary is ahead of him. I mean, that is a scary backfield. And there's no Dan Marino or Flipper to, to, <laughs> save, to save the day. So, um, yeah, no uh, surprise things that have not aged well about kickers from Miami. Um, you know, go back and watch that movie. It, that part has not aged well. Anyways, um, yeah. So you can speak to my rear end on that matter. All right. No more questions. No. The, the man is All out right. of the building. <laughs> All right, cool. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, that'll do it for today's podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys want to get all of our content, go ahead and head over to our website, fantasydaydreamers.com. Yeah, you guys can get all the links to our YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Patreon, Twitch, anything you guys want. We do go live on Twitch every single Wednesday night. And podcasts are dropping every Thursday every week all of august so go ahead and get your questions in send, send them to our twitter or our instagram dm us ff daydreamers and we'll maybe we'll answer you guys' questions on the podcast until next time stay dreaming stay dreaming stay dreaming not smoking dreaming